0: power 98.7 podcast you're listening to apelele somi on power 98.7 now we're talking
1: It is 25 minutes before 2 o'clock and a Tuesday it is. So we are talking personal finance with Gerald Mwandi Ambira, certified financial planner. And everything that you need to know about life insurance. It's not a very pleasant subject to think about, but uh, we absolutely
2: must, right, Gerald? Indeed, Apelele. Life insurance is one of those financial planning tools you require as part of your arsenal in order to get on with your journey of life. So yes, Death and what can happen if things go wrong is not a pleasant topic, but it is an important topic. And good afternoon to all the Power FM listeners.
1: So what happens if I don't have life insurance uh, in the way of my assets, in the way of, you know, my having children and them being taken care of? What's the worst that can happen?
2: The worst that can happen is your children end up in an orphanage somewhere with no one looking after them. That is the worst. Uh, At the end of the day, life insurance is there for one purpose. It's it's to say that my life has a value. And that's essentially what you go through when you go through the financial planning process in that you are putting a value to your life in terms of your income earning potential. And you're basically saying, if I am gone... This is how much I would have contributed to my child's education. This is how much I would have contributed to my family. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I'm taking a policy against it. A life insurance policy is actually a savings product. Okay. It it's, it's essentially falls under the category where you'd call it a safety net. Mm-hmm. Where, for example, for X amount you have contributed, you're going to get much more in terms of an assured value when you do pass on. And there are def- different categories, not just death. There's disability. Yeah, there's these things they call dread diseases, the things that like cancer, the heart diseases, mm. um, and then there's also just income protection where you're basically saying, should I be retrenched, I also need income. Okay. So essentially, what you pay and put in as a premium is much less than what you get out when that unforeseen event happens yeah. and they don't actually call it life insurance it's actually technically known as life assurance because there's one thing we're all assured of and that's, and that's
1: death, death. <laughs> and i heard him earlier saying and taxes <laughs> But but this is something that we are less likely to entertain in our younger years. You know, when we start working maybe for the first five years or so, it's really not something that we think about. It's not something that we think we need. But why should we start thinking along those lines, even when we are in our 20s?
2: It's important once you have people who have an income dependency on you to start thinking along those routes. So basically, if you have young children or children who still have to be educated you definitely need that safety net of a life assurance policy because if anything happens to you, those children's lives are basically going to be affected by losing the breadwinner. As you get older, obviously, you don't need as much life assurance because you don't have as many people depending on you financially. Maybe your children are getting older, etc. So the same thing as you're saying, when you're really young, it's not a top of mind. But often what's happening now is that we are becoming... Black text. Yeah. So we are breadwinners from the day you start working yeah. You have a list of people yeah. Who are financially dependent on you mm-hmm. So you might still already have a reason for you To have a life assurance policy So you actually do need to go through that process Of deciding do I need the safety net In most instances it's yes Even yeah. if you're young And you, 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 you don't necessarily need it now There's something they call future cover Where they underwrite you on your healthy self younger And you can take out a policy on that health for later without them finding out later on that you're a smoker, etc. and things like that. So there is a strategy. Yeah. But it's important that even as a young person, you do realize that you will need it in the future. So maybe look at this thing called Future Cover. It's a possibility.
1: Okay. Uh, and and when it comes to, you know, the, the the question of age, I would think that the older you are, the more expensive you are to to, to ensure because, I mean, you're getting closer and closer and closer to your final resting place. And I, I, I suppose that's how I think about it. Uh, but are you saying that it's different
2: it is exactly that um the older you get the less healthy you are Mm -hmm. the more bad habits you're likely to have picked up yeah so the later on in life you take out um, our p- our products, the premiums are la- likely to be higher than mm-hmm. if you take it out when you're much younger. Yeah. And you can basically take it out when you're young and have something which they call future cover where you basically say I will need it in the future but right now I don't. Mm-hmm. But I, you can underwrite me now. And when you do need it, you don't have to go through the rigorous testings yeah. and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and, and there's much stress in terms of getting it. Yeah. But life insurance is very important. It's important that in the event of anything happening to you the insurance company will guarantee a payment to your family.
1: Yeah, 0861 000 for you to be a part of the conversation as well. You can tweet at PowerFM 987 and tweet at Miss Apilele. Also tweet at Spongile underscore G to be a part of our conversation. Talking everything you need to know about life insurance policies, uh, perhaps you have an experience to share, feel free to do so. The power line is zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. The time is exactly 20 minutes before 2 o'clock. Gerald Mwandi Ambira in the studio with us uh, all the way until the top of the hour and he is certified financial planner walking us through all of this kind of uh, finance talk that we we absolutely must know. So I do know that when you are taking up insurance, I think uh, even if it's short-term insurance or life assurance, as you call it, um, you go through a series of questions, right? Uh, those would then determine what kind of lifestyle you live, um, if you're a smoker, if you're not, if, you know, those kinds of things w- would then uh, be established based on this questionnaire. So what happens in the instance where perhaps I don't declare that I'm a smoker and I have, um, you know, I, I as a result, of smoking pick up an illness uh, and maybe I die as a result of all of that. That could be a complication.
2: Definitely. It's important to be honest when you're filling in any contract. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's life policy Mm. or even borrowing money, never lie on a form because it has very severe legal consequences. So what can happen in that case? So what can happen is the insurance company simply will repudiate your claim. Mm. But usually things like smoking, it's hard to lie because they're going to test your blood Um, for nicotine content. Okay. So the things you're underwritten on. Underwriting is the process of assessing how risky are you to insure. Right. Um, They look at your age, Mm -hmm. they look at your sex, in terms of your gender, and they look at your education level, and they look at whether you're a non-smoker or... Or a smoker. and Because that
1: makes you more risky.
2: Yes, and obviously your occupation as well. So somebody who's living a sedentary life in an office is less risky than someone who's going down the mine every day. So those are the factors they take into process when they're doing this process called underwriting, which is assessing how risky you are. And then they will then assign a premium and then from that premium, you 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 can also, ch- depends, because there's basic life cover. But there's a lot of things you can add to that life cover which are available from the different product houses. And it's important that you actually speak with a financial planner who lays it out for you, nice, simple, and simple understanding. English. Because
3: yeah.
2: a lot of people end up with policies which they sometimes don't need. Or somebody I met the other day, I heard a case where somebody died and... They had the totally wrong policy, they had mm. critical illness cover, and they didn't die from a critical illness. Oh, wow. So so there's a lot of things which you need to consider. And it's again about the us being more responsible and in terms of our finances, realizing that just as important as our physical health, we need a financial doctor because yeah. we're living longer. Yeah. And the longer you live, the better a financial plan you need.
1: And what happens when, you know, people are stressing me out, my love life has has gone to dust, uh, you know, at work as well, I'm also stressed out and I pick up the smoking habit. Do I need to declare
2: once you've been underwritten, you've been underwritten. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So so okay. if you lapse your policy and it's cancelled and you come back, then it's a different story. Okay. You're now suddenly uh, a riskier person. So there, there are conditions around the underwriting which vary from um, life assurer from life assurer. Right. But generally speaking, you're only underwritten once.
1: Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero Chalitzi calling from Sunnyside. Hi. Hi,
2: how are you?
1: Good, how are you?
3: I'm um, good. I, I've got several questions. Maybe would be <laughs> so honest to help us. You know these guys when they're selling policies, they,
1: they confuse us. what...
3: They only want you to hear what sh- they want you to. They don't tell you any other thing. And mm. you know you cannot go through those 10, 15 documents. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. yeah. Okay,
3: my questions would be the first one. In instances, maybe it would differ from the insurer and their packages, but instances where you find that someone tends to be kicked out by that insurance, maybe because of a certain age of, or certain uh, criteria, like maybe you are not studying, maybe it was a child is not studying. In such cases, is the child allowed to at least say, now I'm about to be kicked out, can I now stand alone and continue from where I was? Or you have to restart again as if you never existed. And another one, which is very much great, crucial for me, lately I've heard that there is a certain amount to say one person who is insured by 10 people, these insurances can only give it. Is is it true and if it's true what hmm. happens in instance where in, I was insuring, let's say it's my father. Yeah. He's got six children. All of us have insured him.
1: Mm-hmm. And you are
3: saying you can only give us 100000 But only to find that we were supposed to be getting 300000 What happens mm-hmm. to the other 200000 Because those are the things that are making some of us not to be so interested yeah. in insuring yeah. people anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Whew, all right. Uh, you got that, Gerald? Yes, right. I did. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that call. Uh, you'll listen over the radio. Chilidzi calling from uh, Sunnyside. Gerald, go.
2: <laughs> now, In terms of um, an, an, a minor who basically is no longer qualifying under a parent's policy, yeah. they can then be underwritten when they turn of age and take up that policy on Usually their own. Usually what's the
1: age? 18, 21?
2: If it's varsity, it's up to 25. Okay. So basically once they reach that age, they can take up the policy on their own right. And remember, on a life assurance policy, the person who is life assured doesn't necessarily need to be the payer. Mm. So the child could still be dependent financially on the parent, but the parent would have to start paying a separate policy for that child or that adult child. So that's not an issue. You just need to basically talk to the right company which has the right product for you because they do differ in terms of the wording. Mm -hmm. Now, your question around a person who has 10 um, policies on their life, life assurance is not... Like insurance. That's what I was trying to stress by you introducing that term assurance. Mm-hmm. Assurance means you're assured, mm. which means you are going to definitely get that payment. That amount will come out of the 10 different insurers and you can have 10 policies of a million each. Yeah. They'll pay you 10 million. Okay, Insurance is different. There is also life Insurance. Right. Life insurance definitely differs from life assurance in that life insurance has a specific term and it's uh, it's against a specific event. So you can take life insurance because you're going to work in a foreign country for the next three months, and mm. you're basically saying, if I die there, I will be paid a specific amount okay. from for, for out of that policy. Yeah. And insurance policy has that aggregation clause where if you have more than one insurance policies and the same event happens the insurers will share the cost. Wow. So a simple example of insurance is if you have if you have a car and you have two insurance policies and you write it off, they're not going to present you with two cars. They're going to each pay 50% of the value of the car Oof. which you insured. So it's important when you are speaking to these financial planners and advisors they know their story if he doesn't know his story he will sell you a life insurance Mm -hmm. policy which actually is nowhere near or the same as a life assurance policy which basically pays out to your beneficiaries in the event of certain Mm -hmm. events but the one thing about life assurance it's assured it's definitely going to be paid unless you definitely lied on the forms or something like that yeah so Rule number one, just check that you have assurance and not insurance because insurance is against specific events. And usually it's the policy wording is very clear if these events happen, if it's not those events, it won't even pay.
1: Sure. 861 Life insurance versus life (laughs) assurance. Everything you must know, Gerald, in the studio to answer some of your questions. We have a tweet from uh, Msela Lady who says, I have no dependents and I'm insured for way more than my debts. Am I overinsured?
2: Well in terms of life assurance is really about your income and if you if you if you don't have dependents all well, what you must realize is that that amount you're assured for will go to a beneficiary which you have Whoever already nominated mm-hmm. so be it your parents or your siblings but there the, the is that instance where you are going to have children and you, you you might need that. But that's the important part of us sitting down as a financial planning professional and an individual to say, look, we will increase your cover based on certain events. Marriage, we increase your cover because mm. suddenly you've got some spouse who might end up being a loser spouse, but you don't know. But <laughs> you might have a child who might end up being a loser child, but you don't know. You need yeah, a child. Yeah. So so <laughs> d- different events affect the amount you need to be assured. So it needs to be adjusted regularly and we sit down and okay. talk along the way, which yeah. is why it's very, very important. Even Chalice said that you don't end up talking to these fly-by-night mm, guys who are just mm. out there to just sell a product. Yeah. A proper certified financial planning professional will leave you with a 30 page document with all your life goals all your life dreams they're there what you then have to do is to do it or not do it but that information is presented to you in a simple understandable format and that's why why it's important but as black people right now the first thing we stop paying is our life policy yeah when times get hard Mm. but actually that's the safety net which you should never cancel or lapse on especially when you have young children when you have young children or children life assurance becomes at the top of your list every month yeah because if i should lose my income earning potential or my income should disappear from the face of this earth what's going to happen to my children and that's the important part because that's why you need to know what's going to happen and another thing about life assurance policy is that it doesn't form part of your deceased estate so when you die and you've got millions of debts they're not going to go and take the policies which are paying out to other beneficiaries because they are for those people that's another reason wow. why a life insurance policy does help because it's, it, the beneficiaries are outside your estate. Mm. Now, if you're busy hounds hoarding your money and keeping it all in your bank account and you die and it works out that you actually owe more than you're worth, then your children have nothing.
1: Whew, France is calling from Soshanguwe. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you?
2: Now
3: I need to ask a question. Yes. What if you are you are retrenched and then what happened to the
1: police? Brilliant or question. Not... Mm. Brilliant question. Thank you so much for that question. France in Sochanguwe. Let's go to Nondumiso in Pretoria. Hi. Hi Apelene. How, how are you? How are you? Gerald,
2: I'm good, how are you?
0: To, uh, I'm good, thanks. Um, Gerald, I just wanted to ask, um, I've been looking at life insurances and a person can have the exact, two people can have the exact same profile, mm. um, and the only difference is how much the other one earns, but let's say I'm taking out, um, I'm paying a premium of 200 rand,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and a person who's got the exact same profile as me is also paying 200 rand. but I earn less than the other person, I'll only be covered, say, for 500,000, and that person, and the next person will be covered for a million, and they're paying the exact same premium. Why is
1: that? Hmm. All right. Uh, thanks for that question, Nondumiso in us let's, let's first go to Nondumiso's question.
2: Essentially, your premium is based on your risk. And unfortunately, Nondumiso, there is absolutely impossibility that somebody has the same profile as you. Somebody has to be the same age, weight, um, blood weight. pressure, because you go through a medical so oh. all that is part of your underwriting process. So okay. although on paper you might have the same job, live in a similar house, mm. and drive you drive the same, drive, you know, same education, mm-hmm. there is a big difference in that when they do the medical underwriting, they see things which are different about the two of you. Yeah. That's the reason why your premiums will be different. And also remember, insurance companies have different underwriting protocols. So what you might have is insurance company A versus insurance company B covering somebody paying the same premium for different amounts because there are two different insurance companies who carry the different risk premiums. When you're choosing your insurance company, remember, insurance or assurance is about risk. So the the bigger the company, the more people who are under it, the more people are sharing the risk. That's what insurance is. You're Mm. sharing the risk with a pool of people. So the bigger the pool, the lower your premium can be and the more likely they will pay. Other insurance companies, especially the ones which sometimes give it to you without any underwriting. Mm. Underwriting being health checks, questionnaires and things like that. They become very difficult and problematic when you die because mm. they start asking all the questions they should have, they should asked, have asked you in the, the day at the beginning. And yeah. it's very easy for them to find something which will make them not pay. And that's why th- that's the difference between taking a policy which is cheap over the phone and one which is from uh, somebody who actually did a medical, a full medical. The yeah. full medical one is more likely to pay you than the one over the phone because you might have forgotten something on the day you made that call. Yeah. France. Now, the, now France was asking about does insurance uh, or life insurance cover retrenchment? Certainly. Life insurance policy is also just simply an income protection policy. So mm. as part of that policy, you can choose to protect your income in the event of retrenchment. Okay. And each policy will then give you a choice. How long do you want it to pay your salary?
1: Mm. You can
2: ask for it for a year, five years. Even sometimes it will pay your income. Let's say you are disabled up till the time you would have retired. Wow. That's how beautiful this policy is and that's how important it is. Yeah. That if you, Apelele, have worked for eight months, but in month one, you took out this policy and you get permanently disabled, they are going to pay you from the age of whatever you are, 22? Knocking on wood. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> okay, 22. <laughs> Apelele looks 22, guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ooh, from 22 to 65. So, that's how important life assurance yeah, is. but. Yeah you can't take it on its own. It has to be part of a broader and bigger financial plan.
1: Brilliant. Uh, I also want to ask, you know, previously people who uh, were diagnosed as being HIV positive or having chronic illnesses were excluded from getting, you know, life covers and all of those kinds of things. But I've I've seen now that there's a, you know, a moving forward, so to speak, uh, when it comes to people who are, you know, uh, making insurance or assurance, rather, Mm. um, you know, accessible to to people who have chronic uh, illnesses. Let's talk a little bit more about that.
2: OK, basically, chronic illness is the reason the reason why some insurance or assurance companies will not take them is simply because when you introduce that person into the risk pool, they're definitely, definitely going to die. Yeah. Or a lot more likely to die than the healthy people. Mm-hmm. So they call that anti-selection. Okay. Mm-hmm. So some companies, strictly speaking, will just not take you. That's why during the medical underwriting, they'll do an HIV test. If you yeah. if you don't get that, they won't underwrite you. Mm-hmm. However, yes, there are specialist assurers now on the yeah. market yeah. who can take you if you have uh, chronic illness, mm. or if indeed you're HIV positive, you yeah. no longer have that stigma attached. Mm. To that mm. if I am HIV positive and I'm a mother, I've still got young children. Yes. I need to take care of them. Yes. All you need to do if you're in that situation is with your financial planner to find a company which will cover your condition.
1: Brilliant. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. Everything you need to know when it comes to life insurance, life assurance cover, all of that. Gerald is in the studio. Noabis are calling from Pretoria. Hi.
0: Hi, um, how are you guys? Good, good. how are you? you? Good, thank you. Um, Okay, my question is, um, I'm a 29-year-old female and I've got uh, one child. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've noticed uh, that there are uh, policies, insurance policies, that... Um, are available but they don't have anything that would assist if you are on contract and let's say your contract is terminated at work it means you're going to be out of a job um, and no income there's no policy that uh, assists people like uh, in my situation
1: so so you are a you work per contract Yes, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm employed under a contract. So a long-term contract, so to speak. Yeah. Fixed-term, so rather. But it's it's always renewed. So
0: even with that, there's always like that thing of, oh, okay, am I going to be extended or am I going to be
1: told mm. that there's no work anymore? Yeah. So that's the situation, yes. All right. Uh, you're like me, actually. You ask your question for me. Thanks, So We'll get Gerald to respond in just a second. Thank you so much. Let's go to John in Harangua. Hi. Hi.
0: I just want to find out, I I have an insurance
1: mm-hmm.
0: which will pay two rent, and then on the top of that insurance, I added uh, the insurance and they gave me another one which is going to add another cent, meaning it will be three, three, three rents.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I just want to check uh, if any eventualities does happen, am I going to be paid that three rent or it will be only the two rent that I started first with it?
1: I'm not sure we follow. Uh, Gerald, do you want to ask um, a just
2: question? John, just repeat again. You have an insurance for a certain amount. Yeah. So you're covered for? Well, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not talking the right
0: amount, but I'm mm-hmm. saying yeah, yeah. Yes. I have a life cover. Of yeah. two rand, let's say. And, 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 yeah, and the cover is two rand. Yes. Now, on top of that two rand, mm-hmm. in the same institution, I requested that they should add on the two rand that I have, but mm. they open a different one from yes. the first one. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Add to the two runs, this rand.
2: Okay. Okay. So
0: what happens to any eventualities that happen? Well, I get that run. Yes, or you will. Ask. I get only
2: the two uh, No, it's basic. Gerald,
1: you're responding just a second. Okay. Thank you, uh, John, for that call. Last caller, Agnes in Pretoria. Hi. Yeah, mine is
0: almost similar to that one because I wanted to increase the life cover mm-hmm. in some way where I opened it yeah. from 500000 to $1 million.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I think it was, they added something like future cover.
1: Mm-hmm. When
0: I inquired more, I found out that the first one was guaranteed for 10 years and I wasn't told that. I had a problem with that. I just want to know if I, what I can do, but I think I should have been informed.
1: All right. Uh, Agnes in Pretoria, Sunnyside. Thank you so much for that. Call
2: Gerald. Okay. Okay. Basically, what Agnes is talking about is that insurance policies or products sometimes have riders and accelerators and all sorts of things which most people won't understand. But. Agnes' situation is she was sold something which is different to what she wanted. Mm-hmm. The recourse for you, Agnes, is to take it up with the company concerned and the financial advisor mm-hmm. and try and get redress, failing which you need to contact the insurance ombudsman because you weren't told what you were buying. Yeah. As much as they make you sign that policy document, that policy document doesn't necessarily protect them if you were not told mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. bought. So yeah. so you would still do have protection. John was asking, he's got multiple policies yeah. with the same company. Are they going to pay them all. If it's a life assurance, definitely, John, yes. Just check. Check, is it a life assurance policy which is talking death, disability, chronic illness, retrenchment, retrenchment, or is it an insurance policy which says you're traveling to Kenya and you might die in the next six months because you're in a riskier environment. Mm -hmm. Just be clear on that. So check that. And then Nomuabisa was asking, she's a contract worker. Mm -hmm. There are definitely solutions out there. Yeah. Um, The main thing about life assurance is It's about your income earning potential. So you will take out a policy while you're on contract. As long as you keep paying your premium, your contract shouldn't be a problem. So whoever has advised you, maybe I told you the wrong thing. If you want further advice, I am available.
1: And where are you available,
2: Gerald? I'm available on askgerald.co.za, askgerald.co.za, or www, that's that's the same thing, or at (laughs) Mr. MrGizzo, at Zero. At This month, let's get young people to start making financial plans. Give me a call. Let me prepare a plan for you so that you have a goal. The younger people are easier to work with because they've made less mistakes. Mm. And if you're in your middle ages, definitely. Let's talk.
1: Gerald Mondiambira, Certified Financial Planner. And that does it for your Personal Finance Tuesdays, taking the time to exactly two o'clock. Thanks, Gerald.